Welcome to the Sticks and Stones and Broken Bones podcast with Rock Valley Physical Therapy. When you're looking for solutions to pain, we are here to help. Whether success for you means lifting a grandchild, getting back to work, or simply walking up the stairs without pain, Rock Valley Physical Therapy is here to help with compassionate, expert clinicians whose goal is to make care as fun and easy as possible. Each episode, we will spend time learning from healthcare providers and patients in hopes of offering solutions to your own aches and pains. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sticks and Stones and Broken Bones, the Rock Valley podcast with your host, Sam Huey, coming to you live from the Greg Monson Studios in Waukee, Iowa. The day we're recording today is January 19th, so looking forward to a big football weekend in the NFL. Hopefully, by the time this gets released on Monday, the Packers are uh, advancing to the next round after defeating the San Francisco 49ers. So hopefully, I'm not eating my words by the time you all listen to this, but we'll see. Um, One of our big focuses in marketing at Rock Valley for the month of January and really for the first quarter is um, what's called direct access. So direct access is the ability for patients to come straight to their physical therapist without a physician referral. Um, In some states, this is really new. In some states, it's been around a long time. So I've got our uh, resident expert in the house today. Um, Kevin Kelly is joining us. Kevin, thanks for being on the show. Of course. Happy to be here. Good to see you. Good to talk to you, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Kevin... Kevin works with our growth team. He's done an amazing job growing a clinic in small town, Illinois. And um, so Kevin, share share a little bit of experience with us, kind of what got you here and then maybe what's been, what's helped you to be successful in growing your practice in a small community. Sure, absolutely. So um, I started off in physical therapy with a planned career in dentistry. So I went to undergrad and pursued a degree in biology uh, with a plan to be a dentist until I shadowed a dentist and decided that was not what I wanted to do. Um, Apparently not everybody brushes their teeth like I do. So that was a bit of a shock. Um, I spent some time shadowing under several different Rock Valley therapists, notably Anna Perry over in Davenport, as well as Todd Kirsten, who just recently retired. Um, Those two shaped me a little bit into what I am. Um, I spent a rotation out in Muscatine with Rock Valley. And then once I began my career after graduating PT school, I practiced in our Silvis location. About five and a half years ago, I opened the location out in Geneseo, Illinois, which is a town of about 6,500 people. Um, In that period of time, we've been able to grow the Geneseo Clinic from one therapist in one front office to five practicing therapists in one front office right now. So it's exciting times being out in Geneseo. And yeah, currently I'm also a member of our growth and development team. And part of my job as growth and development team is to help coach clinic managers, coach physical therapists on how to grow their practice and how to recognize the unique needs of their community to be able to better meet those needs. Excellent. I did not know the dentist background. Did you start dental school then or not? I did not start dental school. I took organic chemistry in undergrad and I didn't complete organic chemistry and was also shadowing a dentist at the same time and realized that that was not the career path for me. And I much preferred to have patients enjoy come in and see, to enjoy coming in to see me rather than gripping onto the edge of the chair. So, so excuse me, but you were, you were chomping at the bit to get into physical therapy. Uh, right on, right on. And, the, and then you, you cut your teeth with Todd Kirsten and uh, Anna Perry. Is that, yeah, is you're, that you're, yep. You're getting close on that one. All right. That's all I got. I'm done with tooth puns. Um, so before we dive into a little more about direct access, I just did a Google search. I did not have this knowledge in the back of my head. 
We are, so we're in three states, Rock Valley is, right? Iowa, yep. Illinois, and now Nebraska. Would you care to guess which of those three had direct access first? I would argue, from my knowledge, that Iowa had it first and that they got it around 1989. Am I correct? So Iowa is 1988. Very good. Close. Nebraska, 1957. First state in the United States to have direct access. So I'm sure it looked a little bit different then, but I think most of us in healthcare think of direct access as a relatively new thing. Um, and certainly it's become more popular, more available, but amazing to me that it's been around that long in Nebraska. Um, and, and, it, and it feels, it feels so new to me. I mean, Illinois just recently got it in 2018, so I'm loving it now. I'm a little bit jealous of Iowa and Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. So I practice in, in Iowa and I mean, I've been doing so for about 11 years. So it's pretty much all I've ever known is, you know, the ability to directly see a patient. So it, it is interesting. So as we have this conversation, I'll be curious to hear some of your thoughts on how that's changed for you over the past few years. But um, so, yeah, why don't you dive in and tell us, you know, first of all, if somebody thinks physical therapy would benefit from them, how do they access PT? Like what's their first step? Absolutely. So regardless of insurance, um, in the states that we are operating, direct access is allowable. It's allowable with nearly every insurance, which means that you can Google search, you can go on a website, you can research a provider, you can call the clinic, and you can get in to see a physical therapist. Now, there are some limitations, which mean that um, once you've had that evaluation and started a treatment plan, your physical therapist will collaborate with your doctor, whether that's a doctor, chiropractor, whoever you are closest with to agree on the treatment plan. Um, but you hurt, you're dizzy, something's wrong, you can call a PT and you can get in. Yeah, I mean, that's a perfect segue into kind of our next talking point is that, you know, physical therapists, you know, we are trained, we, we get a doctorate in physical therapy that's focused on orthopedics and musculoskeletal and neurological exams. And then we go into our kind of our own special areas, right? Um, but yeah, that's, that's a burden we can take off, especially primary care that, you know, maybe, maybe they don't want to see shoulder pain and back pain, right? If that's not their jam, they, they just want to manage those patients and get them to someone like us who can help them. So um, how do you see that role? How has that changed, you know, recently in your eyes and where do you see that going? Absolutely. I think that um, there is, there's an abundance of research out there saying specifically regarding low back pain, which is an area that I'm passionate about, that the quicker that you access care, the cheaper the treatment session is and the quicker you get better. So right now in a world where we're trying to decrease healthcare costs, where we're trying to increase speed and people want personalized care fast, this is a nice way to unload the healthcare system to save people money and to get them access to the treatment they need now. And an analogy that I've always used is that if somebody has a sore throat, are you going to send them out of state to Mayo for a consult? Not likely. You're going to send them to their family care doctor to figure out what's wrong and get it treated now. Similar thing. If somebody wakes up and they're dizzy or they hurt or they have back pain, they don't want to wait two or three weeks to go through the system before they're referred to physical therapy. Being able to get care today or tomorrow will get them back to their life faster. Yeah. And to your point, I mean, I think a lot of times what we'll see is when we do have a low back pain patient that's gone through the system before they get to us, right? We've, we've seen this many times. They, they wait three weeks to see if it gets better and it doesn't, right? They go see their primary care doctor, um, you know, obviously well-intentioned and, you know, doing all they can, but they throw some uh, muscle relaxants and maybe, um, maybe some anti-inflammatories at it, right? 
Come back and see me in two weeks. Still not better. Okay, let's get that MRI ordered, right? Nothing's yeah. on the MRI. Now let's get to PT. So we're two, three months into this situation it, with the end result being going to PT, right? Correct. So, so the direct access model is, you know, well, speak a little bit on maybe how we're trained to, why it's safe for patients to come straight to us and skip some of these steps oftentimes. Yeah, absolutely. So you briefly mentioned it earlier, but as a part of our training, yes, we are, we are considered one of the musculoskeletal experts. So we are trained in all areas of orthopedics, some areas of neurology, among many other disciplines. But one of the things that is taught first and foremost in our schooling is to recognize what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. So the most important thing that we can decide is whether or not somebody's appropriate to be treated by us. So in the direct access model, one of the first things that we do, like we do with all of our patients, is screen our patients for appropriateness. We're screening for things that may not be within our scope of practice or may be better to be seen by somebody else. And in fact, that is one of the guarantees of our company. That's one of the things that all of our therapists stand on is that is the Rock Valley guarantee, which is that we are going to make you better or we're going to find the person who does. So by doing that screening process, we're, we're identifying the patients who are appropriate to be treated by us and who is best to be referred now to the right provider so that it doesn't take as long to get to see the person that will make them better. Right. So one, I'll, I'll give one example of that and I'll let you share one, but one, one sure. example of that Rock Valley guarantee could be internally, right? So I, I, I see a patient with low back pain. I evaluate them. I'm not quite sure what's going on. There's another therapist at our West Des Moines clinic, four miles down the road. That's really well-versed in, you know, in this type of back pain or this type of care. And I just think this person would be better off seeing them. I'm not going to spend three months with this person and then decide, Hey, I don't think I got you better. Why don't you go see Dave now? Right. Um, you know, our, our goal is to recognize those things where our strengths are, where our weaknesses. And if it's an appropriate PT patient, but it's not appropriate for me personally, I'm going to get them to another PT that can handle that. Um, so that'd be one example. Um, why don't you share the example, Kevin, that you and I talked about a little bit before the show? Yeah, absolutely. So another one of my hobbies is I like to stand on the sidelines on a cold Friday night alongside a football team in a, in a nearby area. And um, earlier this year, we had a football player who was injured in a collision and he came to me. I happened to not be on the sidelines or being around when this happened. And he reported to me with some neck pain and some, some arm issues that were very concerning to me. He, doing my screening, I, I determined that he was not appropriate to be seen by me. In fact, I was concerned that he might have a fracture in his neck that could compromise his spinal cord. So we had a referral placed to an orthopedic surgeon for consult the next day uh, that we work with. And we were able to determine that the patient was indeed appropriate and that there was no mechanical damage to his back or to his neck. And so we were able to clear that he was safe and that I was able to assess and treat him and we were given a, a script actually to return him back to sport. So I got to spend time knowing that he was cleared from a medical perspective and advance his strength and conditioning back to a return to play. Yeah, excellent example. So because of your knowledge and ability to screen that patient, something didn't seem quite right to you. You got him off to somebody that could, you know, do some imaging, do some testing, whatever needed to be done. And then you could proceed um, with, with less caution, I guess you could say, in getting this person back to doing what they want to do. Yeah, Sam, that's what I meant to say. You said that a lot cleaner than I did, but right on. No, it's, it's all good. I was just giving the cliff notes. Um, 
And I would like to point out so far, uh, Kevin has not used air quotes. He said prior to the show, if if he used air quotes in the show, like the last couple, I guess he would be embarrassed, but he hasn't done it yet. So we're most of the way through and we've made it. I think we're getting there. Yeah. Um, so something else that goes along in this conversation, I think, is the patient's ability to write, excuse me, the patient's right to choose where they um, seek their PT care. You know, there's lots of options out there, hospital-based, um, private practices, um, owned by surgeons. So what does that look like if I'm a, if I'm a uh, patient looking for a therapist? Yeah, I mean, there, there are many ways to seek out a therapist that's appropriate for you. One of the things that you stated earlier on was that we have therapists that have different specialties. There are some therapists that specialize in sports medicine. There are some therapists that sports specialize in pelvic therapy. There are some therapists that specialize in dizziness and balance disorders. So the one of the easy ways to find it is to talk to people around you. Talk to people who have been treated in the past. More people have seen physical therapists than you may know. And if people have had a positive experience, they're more than likely willing to talk about it. If you don't know anybody that's seen a PT, talk to your doctor. Ask your doctor if there's anybody that they would specifically recommend for this condition. Doctors do talk to us frequently and do sign off on our plans of care. Sometimes they do know how we treat and they are a good source of recommendation. If you don't have that relationship, Google. Google is powerful. Um, there are detailed reviews on physical therapists. The things to look for are one-on-one -on -one care, an individualized approach, things like that. Finding somebody that matches your value system, finding somebody that is nearby so that they're accessible when you need them, and somebody that has positive reviews. Great. All right. So quick scenario. I woke up this morning, my shoulder hurt. In this case, I'm not a PT, so I'm not sure what to do about my shoulder. Okay. Um, I look up, Kevin found him on Google, and I'm going to give his office a call. Hey, Kevin's office, do you uh, do I need a referral to come see you? No, you don't need a referral. Um, what works best for your schedule? When would you like to come in? I am free all day. If you can get me in, that'd be fantastic. We'd be more than happy to do that. Do you have a therapist that you would prefer to see? Um, I heard Kevin's really good. Is he available? You, you might be wrong on that, but we'll go ahead and give him a <laughs> shot. Um, no, so that's, that's exactly how it works. Um, we will ask your insurance information. We will check benefits to verify that your insurance is covered by physical therapy. And we will check the boxes. If something does need to be signed off by a physician or does need to be approved prior to being treated, we make sure that that's done. But we try to make the process as simple, easy, and quick as we can to get people in that day or the next. Yeah, and, and to even simplify that one step further, like our front office, our therapists, they'll do the legwork for you, right? Like the answer, the answer is yes, we can take care of it. We'll get you in. And if there's any issues, we'll, we'll let you know, right? Spot on. Um, all right, so I'm gonna go and see you for my shoulder later today. What, I've never been to PT before. Like, what do I wear? What do I expect? How long am I gonna be there? Sure. So several things can vary, but the things that are constant is that you should expect a PT that's going to be truly invested in you. You should expect a PT that is asking what you care about, asking what you want to get back to. Expecting an exam that is going to check the joint, that's the problem, as well as several other joints around it, as well as a screening process to make sure that you're appropriate, 
checking of your vitals potentially, depending on your risk factors, um, having a conversation about your fears, having a question, having conversations about what your past exercise history is, um, and then setting goals that are mutually agreed upon and that you guys will check in on throughout the process to ensure that both are in agreement that you're going down the road that you would like to. Yeah, I think that's, you summarize that really nicely. Um, and to add to that, you know, shoulder pain is not always the same, you know, and, and I should say it's never the same between two people, right? You know, right. Um, it, the same exact rotator cuff inflammation in a 20 year old that plays baseball, it better be treated differently than a 45 year old that has shoulder pain carrying his baby, right? Um, so it, that's where a good physical therapist individualizes that plan, creates a treatment that's specific to that person's needs, whether it's, whether it's throwing a baseball 90 miles an hour or holding a, a six month old for an hour at a time, right? Um, we're, all, we're all different kinds of athletes, right? And so we should, we should match that treatment to what people love and what people care about. Exactly, so the goals between the therapist and the, the patient are mutual and in alignment, right? Excellent. Um, I think the last thing that we wanted to talk about today was um, when people come into therapy, you know, obviously COVID is still, well, we're ramping back up on COVID right now. You know, what is Rock Valley in particular doing to make sure people feel safe and comfortable in their clinics? And maybe what are alternatives to, to come in into the clinic if there are? Sure, absolutely. So um, I, I'm, I'm proud of our company. I'm proud of Rock Valley and how we've handled the response to this pandemic. Very quickly in the pandemic, we, we realized that some people might not be comfortable coming into our clinics face-to-face. -face. So we pivoted quickly and developed a telehealth platform that would allow for that same individualized treatment approach and in some ways may have allowed more frequent check-ins and ability to monitor whether or not a patient is able to complete their home exercise program. So telehealth is still a very viable option. We don't use that as often as we, as we did because patients love to come in. Our clinics are a fun environment. So what we're doing to keep people safe is one, we're keeping ourselves safe. We're doing the best that we possibly can to distance, to clean, to screen people properly, whether that's screening our workers, whether that's screening patients to see if they've had any po recent positive COVID exposures, following the CDC's guidelines when it comes to quarantines, isolation, testing, and return to work. Um, and ultimately we're meeting patients' expectations. If patients wanna be treated one-on-one -on -one in a private room, we're finding a way to make that happen. If patients are comfortable being out in the gym, as long as they have a mask on in our clinics, we're exercising and there are some parts of their treatment that feel pretty darn close to back to normal. So I would say that we're taking appropriate precautions as we're guided and as we're directed while making sure that the patient's care is our number one focus. Yeah. And in and, and our clinic, I'm sure you've done the same. We've even gone as far as, you know, we've got patients that are really concerned and, you know, we've worked around and said, Hey, why don't you come in at 1230? Because everyone's at lunch at that time. I'll take care of you over my lunch breaks or you're the only one in here, you know? So I, yeah. I think we've all done that to bend over backwards, to make a patient feel safe and comfortable. And I mean, it's, it's what people deserve, right? Yep. That's what we live and we breathe. That's we, we modify everything that we do to fit the goals of our people. And so that has never been more highlighted than what it is right now. Everything is changing and, and we're trying to be as quick as we can to adapt to that. Right on. I totally agree. Well, Kevin, thanks so much for your time. It was great. And I didn't stump you as bad as I thought I was going to on the direct access question. I'm kind of disappointed. You're, I'm sorry. You're well-versed. Well, maybe I'll be on here again and, and I'll be able to return the favor.
Yeah, we'll see if I invite you back. Uh, thanks everyone for listening today. Remember to check out the website, rockvalleypt.com, as well as our Facebook and Instagram for more info about Rock Valley. We have over 50 clinics serving Iowa, Illinois, and now Nebraska. Our employees live out our tagline every day with the goal of making better lives. 